Thursday, the 1st of April, 1915. Pooling started early. We were told a night alarm was to be sounded at 12.30 midnight, so all turned in early with great expectations and exclamations about it, only to sleep all night and wake in the morning, surprised to find themselves still in bed in the tent. Friday, the 2nd of April, 1915. An attack by the forces in Egypt on the slums of Cairo started at 3.45pm by showers of clothing being thrown from the windows of every floor, then furniture of all descriptions. The mounted guard then came on the scene with revolvers. A fire of the debris in the street, followed by a four-floor building alight. Deaths and several casualties. The crowd cleared at small hours of the morning. Saturday, the 3rd of April, 1915. Left camp 7.30am. Marched through Heliopolis and Z-Town and Marg. Plenty of that cursed dust. We reached the Date Palm Forest five miles from camp, a most beautiful place. As we march along, we see these tall trees and green undergrowth as far as the eye reaches. Through this, we go about four and a half miles where we rest, weary and footsore for lunch. Under a green spreading palm tree, we sit here, photo taken, for the first time in Egypt, out of the sun. After bathing first in a cool spring, we make way back to Camp Deadbeat. I'm unfortunate enough to be on guard all night and day Sunday. Sunday, the 4th of April, 1915. Monotonous duty of guard over guard tent. Reports circulating, leaving at last Wednesday. Monday, the 5th of April, 1915. Still going Wednesday night. To the Dardanelles, under shell fire. Tuesday, the 6th of April, 1915. What joy, leaving tomorrow. Everybody busy packing up. I spent all the evening packing up. Ships come out, causing another report to spread to the effect that we are going to England and not to the Dardanelles. Wednesday, the 7th of April, 1915. Dental leave to Cairo. Visited some friends in Heliopolis Hospital. Got attended to by the dentist there using plenty of strategy with a young fellow named Sid Lamb, whom on getting my name, found he knew all at Yarrawonga. Wednesday comes at last, but no sign of leaving. Hopes down to zero. Thursday, the 8th of April, 1915. Tried my hand at scouting in the morning and buzzed off to Cairo for dental attention. New plate. Where I spent the rest of the day at the mandolin and piano. And supper, card tricks, etc. And the expense of the doctor. Friday, the 9th of April, 1915. Long march from Heliopolis through Cairo, where we marched through with fixed bayonets over the Nile Bridge, Casa El Nile, to a beautiful park where we dined on the green grass in the shade of lovely green palms. Photo taken. Saturday, the 10th of April, 1915. Great preparations are being made for our departure. Cheering is going on. Some of our brigade are leaving for Alexandria. Visited the hospital, got my plate. 
On entering the hospital, I pass along a wide hall with galleries and stairways on either side, into a great ward with a dome roof, a balcony all round, the first floor with other wards branching off. All round the first floor balcony is made of streak marble. This is without exception the finest building to be seen here. Sunday the 11th of April 1915. Everyone busy preparing for departure from Heliopolis. Left camp amidst cheering and good wishes from fellow troops. 9.45pm arrived at station. 11.30 left per rail. Heliopolis and Cairo with all its fascinations, mysteries and wonders never to be forgotten. 1am writing in train from Cairo to Alexandria. Monday, the 12th of April, 1915. Kept awake all night. Couldn't sleep. Arrived at the SS Siang Chun about 6.30am. Boarded about 9am. Much smaller than the Ulysses, about 135 yards long. Very dirty boat. Roamed about the boat all day. Troop decks similar to those of Ulysses, Save them all being converted into one. Spent the night in the good old hammock again, on upper deck, watching glimmering port lights. Tuesday, the 13th of April, 1915. Rose early to our new surroundings, which came back to us like two old sailors. Left Alexandria Port, 7.10am. Great excitement on board, when a sailor fell overboard. Captain rushed down from bridge and had a boat lowered in record time. But just as it was near water's edge, it was found that he clung to a rope and was safe. Wednesday, the 14th of April, 1915. A slight swell with rain falling and a choppy sea following was the cause of a number of khaki lads hanging over the rails and remarks to the effect of, Why did we volunteer? Damn the Turks. Don't give a damn if we go to the bottom. Everybody was going round as though they were inspired with Dutch courage. Thursday, the 15th of April, 1915. A beautiful sunrise and clear day, sailing north. On our port side is a rocky island with a snow-clad top. Anchored in a harbour, 2pm, in an island called Limnos with dozens of cruisers and several submarines and a balloon. This is southwest of the Dardanelles. Things seem very lively with a boatload of NZs alongside of us. Friday, the 16th of April, 1915. Boats were lowered today for the purpose of keeping us fit. Taking advantage of this, we pulled over to the great cruiser, Queen Elizabeth. After being in action up the Dardanelles, she anchored just close to us. With eight 15-inch guns, she is a fine sight. Saturday, the 17th of April, 1915. Getting quite used to a sailor's life, we are still anchored in a harbour off the island of Limnos, waiting patiently for instructions to take us to the front. We have been hearing things about the Turks and their movements preparing us for the fray. Sunday, the 18th of April, 1915. 
Easy day, yet interesting. Several chaps, including myself, stole off in one of the ship's boats to the cruiser Queen Elizabeth and was shown all over the 15-inch guns. The first appearance on entering is a huge mass of brass and steelwork, just like an engine. Saw also effect of shrapnel on the deck funnel sides and walls. Monday, the 19th of April, 1915. Still anchored here, the island of Limnos, southwest of Gallipoli Peninsula. We were informed today that we are to land on the northwest coast of Gallipoli. The name of the town here is Madras. When one of our chaps went ashore, the two things struck him as being the most conspicuous was the shy women and the quantity of wine. Tuesday, the 20th of April, 1915. Battleships and destroyers and transports lying all round us. Good food and plenty, but we are rather crushed for room. A medium-sized fellow would have to stoop down in the troop decks. Friday, the 23rd of April, 1915. Watching transport boats moving out of the harbour all day. Great cheering and excitement lasted when we moved away from the New Zealand boat. The band played up as it never played before, after the NZs called for the well-known Swanee River Band. Saturday, the 24th of April, 1915. Anchored in harbour all day. Sunday, the 25th of April, 1915. Left Isle of Limnos, 9.30am. The cruiser's majestic and triumph. Actually heard first guns in action. The first forces of the AIF landed in small boats and a most frightful bayonet charge into machine guns and lines of Turks all along the beach. Heroic work took place here. This attack kept on. An advance is made over the cliff in bayonet charge. The Turks curve back after killing and putting out of action hundreds and hundreds of men, if not thousands. All the afternoon and evening, Wounded are coming on board our boat. We have no room ourselves. Wounded men in all the troop decks. 1,500 all told. Hospital boat full and dozens of others. Troop ships. Firing continues all the night on the hills. Reports coming over. Wholesale murder. Monday, the 26th of April, 1915. Awoke hearing groans from wounded. Getting ready to leave for sure. What moments. Just imagine, after what we have seen already. Left on a destroyer, 9.30am. Several hit and one killed in landing boats. First feeling comes over me. Slept on beach all night and advanced up the gully under heavy shell fire from enemy. Tuesday, the 27th of April. 1915. Fred, Hyde, Garcia, Russell and I, first of the 14th Battalion for some special duty, ammunition carriers, carrying it through Dead Man's Ravine, up the hills under fire from Turks, most sensational. Continued this all day, passing Red Cross bearing unfortunate men from firing line. Wednesday, 28th of April, 1915.
transferred to take charge of main ammunition depot. Hyde and myself, FAD in charge. We are at present holding our own with the Turks. Hand bombs are being thrown into our trenches. Thursday, the 29th of April, 1915. Turks actually creep up within 15 yards of our trenches and hurl hand bombs into our trenches. Sitting in our little dugout, holding three of us while firing is going on at top of the ridge.